0: Good evening everybody and welcome. Tonight's class is titled The Four Worlds. It's great to be back. You know, we previously were discussing what it means to be a a human and what it means to be an animal. That a human is someone who their brain directs them. They serve Hashem through a love and fear created by their brain. And, and someone who serves Hashem as an animal in a sense is one that serves Hashem out of a natural love and fear that we all have. And someone brought this up at the last class. But we could only wish to serve Hashem as what we're terming now as an animal. If, if we're able to reveal that innate fear and love of God to bring it to a revealed state that's unbelievable. One that, has a reveal, one that has taken his natural love and fear of God and brought it out. So he's like an animal because he's just revealing his natural state. But if you do that, then you're going to be serving Hashem appropriately. So uh, that's a little saddening to learn that you and I, or I I don't know about you, myself, the maximum we could be in a sense is like an animal, that doesn't sound too exciting. So to recap the question. If previously we stated that the one who creates love and fear out of their intellect, which is something that only really a tzaddik or great people could do, that's The level of a human being in the service of God. And the level of an animal in the service of God is one who has revealed his natural love and fear, like an animal has a natural love and fear. It's a little depressing. It's a little depressing to think that I hope one day I'll be like an animal in the service of God. So chapter 38 is going to open and talk about angels. And it's going to tell us that what we may think of as low is even greater than angels. And we know angels are great. For us to have a proper understanding, we're going to get into an in-depth discussion of the four worlds. Um, Daniel, can I borrow your paper for a second? Actually, no, the old one. I I don't have a copy of it. Just to review for a second. So, So to review one who serves god with the natural love it's unbelievable the Sof is coming in a revealed way into this world but it's still not as great as one who knows god out of a love and fear that was born out of his intellect through second, you the first image an
1: animal, second a tzaddik.
0: the greatest so said, is the, the tzaddik okay. or or not only a tzaddik but people that are on, that are on a high level so when we talk about the creation of the world, and that's what you have here. Again, this paper is completely my creation. It can, it, If you don't like it, that's fine. And uh, there probably are mistakes here. This is just my understanding of Tanya, so forgive me. Hashem has no definition. Hashem has no limitations. And to create a finite world, there were many processes, but one of them was going from the blue where it says the emanator, the blessed ain't Soph. how are you going to now create a physical world? One of the processes were, was by creating a process of four worlds. And in each world, making it a little more structure, a little more physical. So if we just look at the middle of each world, the first world is called Atzilus. Translation means emanation. And that is the world of the initial inspiration. It's not at all a physical world. But it is the greatest level. You're going all of a sudden from nothing to something. So you have the blessed Ein Sof, nothing. Nothing in a good way there's no definition. And all of a sudden, now you have a world. You have a, you have an, you have a world called Atzilos. You have now already a, an initial inspiration for the creation of the world. That is itself a great limitation. However, this world of emanation, this world of Atzilos, is, is, compared to us, is completely godly. Compared to us, it's completely godly. There's nothing physical in that world. It's an inspiration. I don't know what you're thinking. Your inspiration right now—I have no clue what it is. It, your inspiration is spiritual. It's—it's it's the closest thing to godliness, but it's a world.
1: What is a chariot?
0: Is it a, I assume it's a or... Let's get to there. No, no. That this is this is a good question. The second world is the world of Berea. Berea means creation. Creation doesn't mean that there's a physical world there, but the. The first world was Atsilos, is just an inspiration. Now all of a sudden there's a creation. Something is happening. The third world is a world of Yitzira. The Yitzira means formation, but that's where the, the emotions start getting involved. And finally, the fourth world is the world of atsiyah, the world of action, and that is the building of the project. It's a very high-level conversation. We'll get into the we'll get into it in depth. Uh, just to try and explain a little bit of the page here. You have on the left-hand side. It says the world of Atzilos, or the world of Briya, the world of Yetzira, the world of Asiya. Because in each one of these worlds, there's there's the the world, and then you have which. In Kabbalah it's called the vessel. Everyth- right, everything is a vessel and the energy that goes inside of it. So the world is, going to be called, is is an expression for the receptacle and the energy that goes inside of it in each world is called the sefirot. That's why you see on the right hand side you see it says the sefirot of Atzilos, the sefirot of Bria, mm. the sefirot of Yitzira. The se- and, and what's important to note is the sefirot are godly, and therefore, the moment you tag onto any one of these sefirot, you'll see there's a chain connecting you directly back to the blessed Ein Sof. You see that chain between each world? Mm-hmm. So, if you're stuck in the vessel, you're in trouble. But if within each world you're able to connect to the godliness within it, then you have a direct source back to Hashem Himself. That's why the right-hand side, the spherot, have the chain. The left-hand side do not. Every world has its own set of the ten sefirot. There are ten sefirot that we discussed in chapter 3 and 4 of Tanya. Two, three, and four. And... Each one of these worlds has its own set of sefirot. However, within each world, a different one of these sefirot shine strongest. So for example, if you look in the section of Atsilos, it says that you have the sefirot of Atzilos, meaning you have all ten, but it's highlighted by chachmah, by wisdom. In Atsilos, the chachma, the first of the ten sefirot, shines strongest. If you go to the next one, Sphirot of Buria. So you have all ten, but the Sefirah of Bina is the one that is highlighted and strongest the most. Let's continue to Yitzira. In Yitzirah the seven Sefirot from Chesed through Yesod are all shining. Sorry, the six are all shining strongest. And finally in Asiya you have the last of the ten. Malchus kingship is shining strong.
1: So there's ten among the
0: four... There's ten sefirot, and each one of these worlds has its own set of the ten sefirot. So sort of, okay, the
1: ten.
0: Correct. But within each world, one of the ten shines strongest. Can
1: I ask a question? Sure. This feels like a very elementary question, but as I was... Now I feel differently than when you started, but is this sort of a process? I know we don't know, but is this kind of the process that God went through in terms of creating the
0: world? Yes, that would be a, a fair understanding that Hashem, to go from ain't Sof, from nothingness, but nothing, from, to go from, as they say, ex nihilo, to physical, the pro, one of the processes was this chain of worlds, yes. And by the way, that chain, those chains you see are intentional. The terminology we use for, for this, you know, you, like you call everything the galaxies, the terminology we use for the creation of the world is seder hishtalshalos, the order of chains. The reason being because everything traces back together. If you touch the lowest rung of the ladder, you have a direct source back to the highest rung. You just need to make sure you're on the ladder. Every chain is intertwined. So this, in a sense, another term for this this diagram, or this uh, these pictures would be, Seder Ishtasal the chain of worlds. Yes, and we'll get... We'll get deep into this through, throughout the next little while. But I thought a, a brief understanding will help us at this moment. Are there any initial questions that come up at this moment?
1: Was, was man created down here?
0: Yes, in the world of Asiya. In the world of action. Yes, yes. Okay.
1: So the also are uh, attributes.
0: Attributes, right. So there's ten attributes, yes. Yes. But that, but then, I'm sorry. Go sure, ahead. go ahead.
1: So that, that diagram, if I remember, would look a little bit different for each one because according to this, is the highlight of a tsilut, but then in the next one, Bina is the highlight of, and then Yitzirah, Hasid, which normally is one of the emotional attributes. So the The sphero chart would look a little bit different.
0: So (coughs) it's a good question Gershon is asking. And 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 let me let me try perhaps to again in my maybe it's
1: not that important.
0: No, this is good in my vision to draw you how I how I understand it. Again I so let's say we're talking about the world of
1: I'm (laughs) an engineer. I like charts. That's why.
0: My understanding is that if you take, for example, the lowest one in the world of Asiya, so you have all the energies in the same order. Nice. However, the biggest one—that's I wrote in big—the one that's most prominent and has the most, and its features are most clearly seen in this world would be the one of Malchus. Wow. So the the order would be the same in all the worlds. Okay. The one that would be the shining strongest would be the highlighted one. Okay. Let's jump into here. Chapter 39. Page 188. Based on this reasoning that one who serves Hashem out of a revealed love, a natural love and fear would be be similar to the energy of an animal. It is also for this reason that the angels are called chayos, beasts, and behemos, cattle. Where do we see angels are called animals? As it is written. And the face of a lion on the right side. And the face of an ox on the left side. Where is this from? We learn about the chariot of Hashem. We learn in two places about this chariot that Hashem has angels. And those angels are called... There's a lion, an ox. So The angels are called animals. Why? Why are angels compared to animals? Because, for they have no freedom of choice, and their fear and love are their natural instincts, as is stated in Raya Mehemna, Parshas Pinchas. So, angels don't have free choice. A human being is one that his intellect can drive what he does. An angel's brain will not drive what he does. He has no free choice. He's like an animal, and therefore, therefore, we he's referred to as an animal. And therefore, the quality of tzaddikim is superior to theirs. A tzaddik, one that is able to have his brain create this fear and love is greater than an angel. For the abode of the souls of the righteous is in the world of Berea. Let's look at our paper. Berea is the second world. The blue world. The colors, by the way, have no meaning, to be clear. I don't want anyone to think Mm. the colors... For the abode of the souls of the righteous is in the world of Bria, whereas the abode of the angels is in the world of Yitzira. Okay. And that's what you have in the blue section. It says on the, right, on the left-hand side, world of Bria, where the Neshames of can reside. And then you have on the bottom the world of Yitzira, where the angels are. By the way, Tanya now tells us a note. The note is that there are angels that serve Hashem using their intellect. However, most angels serve Hashem out of a natural fear and love like like an animal. Let's see that note. This refers to ordinary angels. But there are higher angels in the world of Berea whose service is, w- is with intelligence, fear, and love. As explained in Raya Mehemna Ibit, that there are two kinds, let's turn the page for the note, that there are two kinds of holy chayot, instinctive and intelligent, as also explained in Chayim. So, if you want to know about angels, this is probably more than you asked for coming tonight, but there are angels... Primary, angels primarily serve Hashem out of a natural fear and love, but some angels serve Hashem out of, a, out of an intelligent fear and love, and that would be in the world of Bria. So again, why do I... It, this is a fascinating thing, I don't know, I, I've never learned much about angels, till I, like hands on, oh, so now I have a new understanding, but why in the Book of Tanya, which is a book to make me learn the path of being an ordinary a ben the, the middle person why do I care where the angels are? And we discussed this at the beginning because this this is it's teaching us two items number one is how great one that can create an intellectual fear and love is he's even greater than angels and second of all is don't think that oh I'm only able to serve Hashem for my natural fear and love because ah. Oh, you're like an angel, lucky you! Even angels, that's the way they serve Hashem. So two things we learn by having this conversation about where the residence of angels is. I see a question. No, 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 no question. Any questions? No. Why do angels reside in Yitzira? And, and one who could create an intellectual love in us, in Briah, the difference between them is that in the world of Yitzira, only the midot, only the emotions of the Ein so blessed as he shine forth. Namely, the love of him and the dread and fear of him, as is stated in the, in the Tikkunim and in Eishayim. Well, let's stop here for a second. Just to better understand, if you look in Yetzirah, on the right-hand side, it says, first, of course, you have all the Sefirot, but the Sefirot are highlighted by Chesed, kindness, through Yesod. I wrote through because there's really six emotions that are listed there. The first being Chesed and the last being Yesod. So in Yetzirah, what shines forth greatest? The emotions. That's why you have that heart. Because the emotions are what's shining greatest there. So one that serves Hashem as an angel, out of his feelings, his natural feelings, so that's in the world of Yitzhira. And That's what we say now. that the six sefirot nest in the world of Yetzirah. Back in Tanya. And now because angels are primarily... energized through the world of Yitzira, through the world of emotion, where emotions shine greatest. That is why we talk about angels having fear of God and dread of God. When we talk about angels, we talk about this, they're serving Hashem out of fear. Let's see that. Therefore, it is the constant service of the angels resting neither by day nor by night to stand in fear and dread. These being, we talk about the whole camp of Gavriel on the left. Gavriel is, is a stricter angel, group of angels. While the service of the camp of Michael is with love on the right hand side. So we learn about these angels Michael, Gavriel, Raphael. They're all serving Hashem out of emotions. And that's why they're all caught up in their emotions, they're all emotional. It's not fun to be an angel. Who said? Why? Why? It's not. F- Maybe it's fun to be nice the whole day.
1: No, but they're scared all the
0: time. Well, that's yeah. that's one group. Mm. But also, it's a good point you bring up about fear, because we're going to learn that fear doesn't mean you're you're scared of dying. There also could be a very high level of fear. Well, respect respect yeah. and, and that's gen- when we're talking about fear here we're not talking about the angels being scared god's gonna kill them we're oh, talking God. about angels that are so um they when they when they think about hashem it just puts them on fire in fear of his uh, of
1: so, fear, uh, of, uh, fear of fear uh, uh, right Yirah. Um, as, in, as
0: yira, in, in we're gonna i'm gonna give you the high level term it's gonna be yira the higher level of uh, fear because there's a lower level of fear, which means I- I'm scared, I'm going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. But that's not generally what we want to have a conversation about. We want to talk about yiras haromimo, fear of the authority, if I could say so. It wouldn't be an appropriate wording, which is what comes to mind now. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So in the world of Yitzira, what shines forth? is emotions. But in the world of Riyah, what shines forth? The chachma bina and das of the Ein Sof. Please, please stop me. I know we're using a lot of Hebrew words, and if, if I'm not translating, please, Baruch, you're responsible to tap me if um, if something's not clear. So, in the world of bria which is the second world here, yeah, the chachma bina and das of the Ein Sof. Ein Sof is the emanator, the Blessed Ein Sof. Shine forth. Now, this is a little confusing, so let me try and explain before we see it inside. Beria, Chachma, wisdom is called the Father. Wisdom, the first of the Sphirot, is called the Father. Just like the Father, what's Chachma? Chachma means the initial inspiration. That, the, that that's the, the father is the initial inspiration. Let's take a child. The, the creation of a child. Hashem has made it. That the father is the initial drop and the mother now takes it and creates the child. In the creation of the world, Chachma is the initial flash of inspiration. The father. And Bina is the mother who's going to take the now and, and understand it. Bina means understanding. To really take that drop, the, the, this we call Chachma a dot. Chachma is called a singular dot, the letter yur. It has, It's just a dot. Everything's in it, but you need to like now drag it apart. The Bina now takes that dot and drags it apart to explain it. Like a mother who's, who's now creating that, creating that child. So, the second world, the world of Bria, is highlighted by Bina, but within Bina, you have the first three of the ten sefirot, which are all the intellectual parts Chachma, Bina, and Das. Let's see that inside. In, but in the world of Bria, shine forth Chachma, Bina, and Das of the Ain Self. So the first three of the ten are shining. Blessed is He. Which are the source of the Midos. Your emotions come from your intellect. So Chachma, Bina and Das are the source of the Mido and their mother and root. The, the feelings come from the emotions as stated in the tikkunim, That Ima, Ila, the supernal mother nests in the three Sephirot. So let's look at note number six. The who, what is the supernal mother? Synonymous with Bina. So Bina so that's why I just I want to clarify this point Bina is what's being highlighted in Bria but Bina is a nest for the three sefirot of Chachma, Bina and Das in the divine throne which is the world of Bria I didn't write this down, I didn't want to confuse you even more but Bria is also called the divine throne Another world for Bria, the divine throne.
1: Is, is the nest that you're talking about the vessel that you each of these separate vessel?
0: Yes, yes. Okay. So it's nesting in that world. Yes, yes. So, so let's let's summarize this and try and take out the high-level items. And I apologize if I'm getting you confused. Bria, the world of Bria, the second world, is where your intellect is shining. It's not where, sorry, not where your intellect is shining. Where the intellect of Hashem, the Bina, the understanding, is shining. And therefore, because the intellect is what's shining in the second world, in the world of Bria, therefore this is the abode of the souls of the righteous who serve God with fear and love which are derived from the understanding and knowledge of the greatness of the ain't blessed is he. So if you you created love and fear from your intellect, so your reward is going to be within the world of Bria, which is where Hashem's intellect is shining. If you serve Hashem out of love and fear, which is more emotions, so then, your reward is going to be in the world of Yitsira, which is where Hashem's emotions shine forth. If you serve Hashem out of int- fear and love that was intellectually created, you'll, your reward will be in the world of Berea, where Hashem's
1: intellect shines forth. I was told someplace that the normal person can barely understand Berea. I'm down in the lower seven, and not in the, in the head of the top three. Or it's hard for his heart to understand
0: which it, it is yeah <laughs> for this love love that is created from your intellect is called ruta liba, the heart's desire as has already been mentioned and from this heart's desire when someone serves Hashem out of his intel- fear of love from your intellect is produced a garment for the soul in the world of Bria, which constitutes the higher Garden of Eden, as will be explained later, as and as is written in the Zohar in Parshas VaYakel. So we talk about Gan You see the yellow highlighted box. There's two parts to Gan What's Gan We believe we, we, we learned in Parshas Bereishis. That Hashem He created the world and He put He put Adam in the Garden of Eden. So, firstly, the Garden of Eden is a physical place. This is something that's interesting, and I, I don't, I can't explain it to you because today we have satellites. But we do learn that there's somewhere on this planet that is an entrance to the Garden of Eden. If you're familiar with the the first, the, be- the beginning story of Baruchias, we learn. But after Adam was thrown out, Hashem put a revolving sword. This is a quote. Are you familiar with this quote? Yeah. from the, It says clearly there's a revolving sword that to keep humans out. But it's a physical place on earth. According to many opinions, somewhere in Iran, Iraq. So if you... The Garden of Eden? The Garden of Eden. The entrance to the Garden of Eden. But in our conversation now, we're learning that there's also Gan Eden. When someone passes on, you, they go to Gan Eden. What is Gan Eden? What is Gan Eden? Eden is a place where the soul delights in Hashem. What type of delight? Well. If one served Hashem in this world through primarily emotions, that delight will be in the lower garden of Eden. In the lower garden of Eden is enjoying the world of Yitzira, where Hashem's emotions shine forth. If one primarily served Hashem in this world using their intellectual love and fear, so they'll be in the higher garden of Eden, which is in the world of Bria, where Hashem's intellect shines forth. Please tell me, tell me how I could help.
1: Well, I have a question. It, it probably, you probably don't need any more questions.
0: No, I want questions. Um, about, I, 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 feel, I feel like I'm talking and, and I'm that, just like yeah, talking. It, I want
1: to help me understand something? Yeah. So you're, you hear sometimes about... So I think that's pretty good. I mean, if you... If you have an emotional fear of Hashem, you go to Yetzirah. If you have an intellectual fear and love, you go to Berea. And then it says in Asiyah, Torah service performed without arousing one's fear and love. So if you're down on that level, do you then keep coming back in the physical world until you're able to get your soul?
0: I'm going to have to hold that question until the end end of the chapter. (laughs) We're going to discuss it. That's a good question, and I'm, I'm going to wait to see the holy words, rather than my own. Yes, please.
1: It sounds like we just exist within these two right here.
0: The souls, after they pass on, exist there.
1: One
0: we the we are on. we are. The truth is, we're not even on this map. What I mean to say, the physical world is f- directly after the world of Asiya comes a physical. Everything on this map is, is spiritual. So, but within these four worlds, where the soul goes after this world is either the higher or lower Garden of Eden. And that's what we just learned here. If you look at, let's repeat, the bottom of page 190, left-hand column, second to, la, second to last line, it says, the world of Bria, which constitutes the higher Garden of Eden, how are we doing? Okay. Now we're gonna get even more, Even let's even talk even more. And that's where you see the pillar. The pillar between the two, Garden of Eden.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Because Okay, I'm going to digress because it's this week's Haftorah. I wouldn't say it otherwise, but it's this week's Haftorah. Elisha was one of the... Elisha was a direct... He received the Torah from Eliyahu Hanavi, Elijah the Prophet. His main student was Elisha. And Elisha would travel from city to city and one of them he ended up in was a city called Shunam. And in that city, whenever he would go there, he would always stay in, a, in the same home of a couple. Mm-hmm. And he, stays in, he was, stays in this story, and the woman, the, the woman of the house turns to her husband and says, "Such an honor to have mm-hmm. the leader of the world jewelry stay in our house. Mm-hmm. We're going to build him an attic." Right. And they built him an attic. And in the attic, they, they put a chair. A bed, a table, mm-hmm. a lamp. And every time he would come, he would stay in his attic. But when he came, he told his servant, Gei Chazi, he says, Gei Chazi, go and ask this couple. Like, You don't do favors for nothing. Well, what blessing do they want from me? What do they want? And the servant goes, and they say nothing. So, but the servant tells Alicia, you know, I know that they don't have children. So Elisha says, Bless them with children. And she says, No. The woman says, I don't want I don't want that blessing. Unless you guarantee me there will be a healthy child, a child that will live. I don't want a child that's gonna come and go. Mm -hmm. So Alicia gives the promise. A year later, a child's born, and when the child is about three years old, he's out in the field with his father and he starts complaining to quote the Torah. It says, Roshi, Roshi. He says, My head's hurting me. Mm -hmm. So the father Sends him home. Hmm. The mother puts him in bed and he dies. Okay, but she has a deal with Elisha. So she runs to her husband in the field and she says, I need to go to Elisha. So her husband says, it's not Shabbos, it's not Rosh Chodesh today, why are you going? Mm-hmm. She says, I need to go. She goes to Elisha. Elisha sees her coming. And Alicia turns to his servant and says, find out what's happening. She says, the child died. Alicia says, okay, go with Gei Chaziv, with my staff. A miracle will happen. And she says, no, I'm not leaving without you. Alicia comes. He goes up to... He takes the child. The child is on his bed upstairs. He lies, on, he lies on the child and he blows into his nostrils. The story shares what happened and the child comes back to life. That is a story we learn in the Prophets. Why, is, why is, am I sharing it tonight? Because one of the things we learn from that story is that Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh is a special time that you should visit your teacher. Right? The man turned to his wife and said, why are you going to visit your teacher? It's not Shabbos or Rosh Chodesh. It's a time of elevation. Not only is it a time of elevation for us, it's also a time of elevation for souls in heaven. Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, souls that are in the Yetzirah, elevate to Bria souls that in this world serve Hashem out of emotions still have that opportunity to bask in the energy within Briya.
1: How, how can they elevate themselves once they How do they get elevated? The
0: it's, it's very literally we're going to learn. There's a pillar. You see that pillar I put? There's a pillar that connects the two worlds. Let's see this inside. Ah, but one more point before we see that inside. We said a tzaddik His neshama is in Bria. However, how many parts of the soul are there?
1: Five.
0: There's five parts of every soul. In our conversation, we're going to say there's three parts that are within you. Two parts in heaven. Three parts of the soul within you. Even at tzaddik, only the highest part of his soul is in Bria. The other parts are in in Yitzira. The highest part is called Nishama. The lower two are called nefesh and ruach. So Tanya is going to say that this, that a tzaddik is in Bria, is only the highest part of his soul. And that is why I put, if you look in the wording, it says in the world of Bria, that's where Nishamos. neshama is the highest of the three. However, in the world of yitzir, it says the ruach, of tzaddikim and other souls. Meaning, even if you're a tzaddik, the ruach and and all other souls are in Yitzhira. This is the first item we're going to learn. But this applies this idea, that a tzaddik is in Yitzhira, is in, is in Bria, applies specifically to nishamos, to the highest part of the soul, which p- possesses a great cognition, as it were, of the angel of blessedness here. However, as for the category of ruach of the righteous, the already the lower parts of even a tzaddik soul, as it were, um, as also all other souls of Israelites who have served God with the fear and love that are latent in the heart of all Jews, these do not ascend there. So, even a tzaddik only is Nishama is within Atbria, But the Ruach and the Nefesh and the soul of all, all other Jewish people, that's all in Yitzira. Except on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh. So on those days, by means of the pillar that rises from the lower to the higher garden of Eden. And what is the higher garden of Eden, i.e. the world of Bria, which is called the higher garden of Eden. And what happens on Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos when the souls go up, we're in to take pleasure in God and derive enjoyment from the splendor of the Shekhinah. So the souls are able to go from the lower to the higher garden of Eden on Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. Do all
1: parts of the soul go to
0: other uh, Bria? Yes. Okay. Yes. What my, underst- my understanding here is that on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh in a sense, now that I'm just saying this, I could be wrong, but Yetzirah empties out. Everybody has the ability to <coughs> enjoy the revelation in Bria. Why? For the intellect of a created being can have no enjoyment or pleasure except what it conceives, <coughs> underst- <coughs> understands, knows, and apprehends with its intellect and apprehension. Right, they say that God forbid someone that's blind doesn't enjoy the food the same way we do. When you see good food, it adds a lot to your enjoyment. Just eating it itself is also good, but this. I don't know if that's understanding, but that's just something that came to mind. But we enjoy what we understand. Where do we understand it? In Bria. So Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, which are special days, a soul in Yetzirah is privilege to have a glimpse of an understanding of Hashem by going to the world of Bria what it is possible for it to understand and grasp of the light of the Ain, so blessed is he by virtue of his wisdom and understanding blessed be he which shines forth in the world of Bria. Yeah. So on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh the souls of the average Jew and even the, the nefesh and ruach of a tzaddik rise to Bria. Any questions? Okay. So Tanya, go ahead.
1: But we're not even on this chart yet.
0: The the physical world is not on the chart. But you are on the chart. Your soul is on the chart. Soul.
1: Okay. Okay. So
0: my soul is on Chavez. No 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 no. no. no God I... forbid. No. Let me tell you why. This is the souls of people who pass away. This that conversation of souls in are going to Bria, that's talking about a soul that passed away. That go from Yetzirah to Right, 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 oh, right, right. Okay. But what I meant to say your soul is on this chart, meaning your soul, the souls come from the spiritual.
1: Mm-hmm. So is my soul on the map? Or like the reen- Every, every
0: no, no, okay. your, your soul Comes from one of these worlds. Okay,
1: okay.
0: Okay, but, all right. I can't pinpoint where.
1: <laughs> I, I,
0: if I was I arrested. <laughs> maybe I was, but, yeah. anyway, but, all
1: right, so the, the live solo doesn't travel on.
0: Correct. Okay. I, I, I believe so, yeah. This conversation of going up, this is talking about one that has passed away. Okay. Okay. Any other questions?
1: What, per, yeah. What are the two spiritual parts of the soul called again?
0: The two that are in heaven? Yeah. Chaya and Yechida. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. And when you say heaven, is, is that is that the same as Yisira and Berea? Or is that another place? I don't know. Okay. That's a
0: good question just to tell you a step further what Tanya's going to tell you and by the way it's only going to become more cl- I, I'd like to think the chapter's only going to clarify this more but Tanya's now going to ask a qu- and I'll leave you with the question it's a, good qu- it's a fascinating question the question is why is it that angels are l- lower than the human being, meaning angels and the souls of most of us are in the world of Yetzirah. Oh, I didn't say this clearly. On Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh only the human soul is elevated to Briah. The angels stay in Yetzirah. So actually, I need to take back my statement, my previous statement, that on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, Yetzirah empties out, refers to it, empties out of souls of the human being. The, the,
1: the no longer living. Correct, correct. Th- there are higher angels that are in Bria.
0: There are higher angels in Bria. But the average angel, okay. which is in Yitzhira, they don't get the... They're not, that pillar is not for them. They're not able to be elevated to Bria. So Tanya is now going to... The conversation is going to continue. Why is it that the human being has this privilege to be elevated where even the angels... I mean, we talk about the angels of Mechol, Gavriel, Raphael. Talk- these angels, they can't go where the soul that was in this world can. Why is that? Let's recap what we've learned tonight. We started off that there's four worlds that are a process of creation. One that and each world has all the ten Sephiros, but within each world a different one of the ten Sephiroths are shining strongest. In addition to the Sephiros of each world, which are the energy, there's also the receptacle, the world, the physical the not physical, they're not physical, but, but the more physical aspect of it. And again, we'll discuss these points in greater depth later in the chapter someone that serves Hashem in continuation of last chapter, someone that serves Hashem out of intellectual love and fear, his energy is going to be in the world of Bria where the intellectual aspects of Hashem are shining strongest. Someone that serves Hashem out of an emotional love and fear, that's going to be where the emotions of Hashem are shining strongest. And we concluded though that even a neshama, a soul, or even the ruach and nefesh of a tzaddik, which is in Yitzira, on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, they have the ability through this pillar to go from the lower Gan Eden to the higher Gan Eden. Thank you very much.